0: And we're joined by ABC News correspondent at the Pentagon, Lou Martinez. And uh, Mr. Martinez, first of all, welcome to the show.
1: Good morning, Shannon. Thanks for having me on.
0: You bet. Now, we are talking about the Chinese surveillance balloon that has uh, garnered such headlines and such focus over the past uh, week or so. Now, we're told that there were similar surveillance balloons, uh, not this one, but others that came over American airspace during the Trump administration and earlier in the Biden administration. And even more uh, alarming, I guess, is the fact that uh, we're getting information that these were not spotted by NORAD.
1: That's exactly right. The news came out yesterday from General Glenn Van Herc, who was in charge of NORAD. He told reporters that during those previous incidents they had not been picked up by NORAD. Uh, that it wasn't until after the fact that U.S. intelligence, I guess, was doing something, looking for patterns, and they determined that there had been these three previous episodes. Uh, General Glenn Van Herc told reporters that um, there's this awareness domain domain awareness gap um, that needs to be resolved. Um, but he did stress that with this particular incident and through this week, that the United States really did know what was going on with this balloon, that they were tracking it as it approached Alaska, and that he said at that time it didn't pose a hostile threat. So that's why the United States did not shoot it down. When it continued flying over Canada and back into the United States, over Idaho and then Montana, particularly when it slowed down over those air bases, that's when I think the whole calculus changed and the discussions began about shooting it down. Let's not do it over populated areas. Let's wait until it hits territorial waters. And that's exactly what happened on Saturday.
0: So uh, it was showing some evidence of being maneuverable. Uh, it, the the fact that it it slowed down as it approached uh, what might be considered a you know a a, a target for surveillance.
1: That's right, and I, I've got to tell you, I did not know much about balloons before this week, but I've learned a lot since mm-hmm. then. Um, and apparently, balloons can be maneuvered uh, in some capacity. But with this particular balloon, it also had propellers, and it also had a rudder. And um, it's believed that it, was, it could be re- remotely guided from China uh, so that its route could be calculated using what we know about uh, current civilian uh, air balloon technology plus this other technology that they were using. And, yes, they were able to maintain themselves above what the U.S. is calling sensitive military sites, uh, which we believe was probably Malmstrom Air Force Base in Montana, where they control the missile silos on the surrounding plains area and also over U.S. Strategic Command, which is responsible for uh, the ICBM fleet. Mm,
0: and, and so alarming. Uh, and and yet, the fact that uh, there had been previous incidents where these had apparently penetrated U.S. airspace without detection, does that point to, it sounds like, uh, some sort of gap in, in what our uh, defense uh, capabilities have uh, prepared us for?
1: Yes, that's what uh, General Van Hercke admitted yesterday, was that there is this gap that needs to be worked up on. Um, But it seems if they were able to detect this one in particular as it approached Alaska, that um, some advancements have been made. And it also indicates uh, that the United States is now aware of this threat. Because, um, you know, the Chinese have been claiming that this was a weather balloon um, that was blown off course, and that's why it headed over the United States. And then when you talk to military officials, they tell you, look, there are weather balloons everywhere around the world. When you talk to ABC's meteorologists, they'll tell you the same thing. So I think it's easy to understand why uh, the U.S. uh, would have thought initially if they did detect it, that this was a weather balloon. Uh, But now we are aware of this threat, and I think we're going to learn even more. Uh, about this threat, uh, as they recover the payload from the bottom of the seafloor off the coast of South Carolina,
0: and, and it does sound like American forces uh, will have that if, in their possession. If they don't, right? There is no uh, risk to that being recovered by uh, non-American forces.
1: Right. It's in t- six waters off the co- uh, six miles off the coast of South Carolina. It's in U.S. territorial waters. Uh, the Navy already has ships there. There are the Navy divers that have gone down and take a look. Um, they're also using underwater drones to see what's there. And the whole uh, situation is looking very favorable, uh, according to officials that ABC is talking to, that we're going to recover much of the payload that that balloon was carrying. And, of course, that's the part that they really want to find because that's how they're going to find how it was transmitting back to China, uh, what pictures it may have taken, um, and what its intent was. So... A lot will be gleaned by picking it up off the ocean floor.
0: Mm. Uh, There are so many questions this uh, just opens up because, uh, you know talk about uh, something uh a wolf uh, going in sheep's clothing i mean this was a device that uh, did look so innocuous you know because there are so many like you said weather balloons and and so somewhat a, a tactic to blend in with all the other weather balloons to to make it seem so innocuous and and yet the fact that it was able to uh do what it did, get that sort of um, intelligence uh, gathering done, and, and the U.S. only uh, becoming aware uh, on this, what we believe might be the fourth such incident of one of these going overhead. Um, it does show that uh, the uh, Cold War with China is, uh, is continuing.
1: It shows there are tensions between the United States and China. They've been continuing now for the last couple of years. You know, the South China Sea, the incidents with Taiwan, and now you can add another one to the list, the balloons. Um, But what's really, uh, I think you make a really fair point, Shannon, I think this notion that uh, the wolf in sheep's clothing, because it's a technique that probably we're unaware of, and you're exactly right. They probably were counting on the United States not picking up Um, this one either um, because we're talking about balloons that were 60,000 feet up into the stratosphere. Um, That's 20,000 feet higher than where civilian aircraft fly, and it's not really – if you're you're not looking for it, you're not going to see it. And I think those previous episodes, it sounds like they were on the coastlines, and if they transited through the U.S., it was very brief. Um, But this one is completely different because it transited through the entire continental United States. And so that makes it a very different situation, uh, but and which is why it was detected in, in large measure as well. But you're right. If they spot an opportunity, and they had been doing this apparently over five continents for the last couple of years, I think that they probably assumed that they could get away with this one because there's that little level there up in the sky um, that they felt was uh, they could be undetectable, but in this case they were
0: Okay. Lou Martinez, ABC News correspondent at the Pentagon. Thank you.
1: Thanks, Shannon.